0: Pissed in Pittsburgh. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Heinz Field is being renamed to AccraSure Stadium, and everyone in the city of Pittsburgh is losing their minds over it. Zach and I have plans to talk with you guys about all of that from both the fan perspective and the financial and business perspective today. On top of that, we will also be covering a couple different things regarding the XFL, as well as Le'Veon Bell's recent social media posts about how he wanted to handle things while he was in Pittsburgh regarding the contract holdout and all of that stuff. After that, you will be given Zach's hot take of the week, and other than that, it should be a pretty interesting episode today. So, hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast, two
1: Steelers fans in a pro football world. I am Zach. And I am Dill, And we are here to bring you all the news from the NFL, USFL, and XFL from a Pittsburgh Steelers fan's perspective, but today we are joined by a special guest, one of our biggest fans. Brandon Zuch is here to join us for today's special episode of the podcast. Say hi to everybody, Brandon.
2: Hello. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Great having you here with us today on the set. All right, so first thing we're going to get into today, uh, Zach and Brandon, you know, just as Steelers fans, you know, big news circulating this week. Heinz Field getting renamed to Akershire Stadium. I want to hear I'll start with Zach. Zach, what, what were your, I want to hear your immediate thoughts, because I know you had some very strong opinions about this.
1: Oh, the first time I heard it, I was like, nah, this is a joke, there's yeah. no way, and then I heard it on the news later the day, the, later that day, and I was like, nah, there's no way, they're, they're mess. they're still messing, but I, I was like, I left my house and I was like, no, they're, like, little tear in my eye, like, they're, they're, they're not doing it, they they're lying, and then, uh. I saw the Pittsburgh Steeler. No, I saw I saw a bunch of stuff from sources, and I'm like, you know what? Until they come out and say it, I'm not believing anything. And then, uh, and then the Steelers made the post, and I, like, if anybody follows my personal Instagram, then you'll you'll see it on there. I was absolutely devastated. I literally said it on my on my story. It's absolutely devastating. But I mean, look, I've been going to Heinz Field. I've had like season tickets since honestly since I was born. Like, th- this, that's what was so devastating for me, is that I've been to this stadium as only Heinz Field for my entire life. And now it's it's just broken. No. So, it, it, it'll always be Heinz Field to me. Um, Fifteen years from now, I'll still probably be calling it Heinz Field, but well, I think, that's,
0: I think that's the general sentiment from Steelers fans. Just because the official name has changed that's. You know, I'm still going to call it Heinz Field. Yeah. I found out I was at work. I was on duty. I was walking around the pool making sure kids weren't drowning. And my brother texted me. He goes, hey, man, have you heard about what's going on with Heinz Field? And I was like, I don't know, man. You know, what's going on with Heinz Field? He said, they're renaming it. And I, I was like, I was in disbelief for a second because, you know, I mean, you know my brother. He trolls all the time. He's, you oh, know, yeah. That's what brothers do. And so I was like, you're messing with me, right? And he sent me the link to the article. I almost passed out. Oh, it was, I, hated, I hated looking at that. I hated watching it. So uh, I'm gonna jump into the fan perspective. I'm gonna have Brandon talk a little bit as well about the fan perspective of Akershire Stadium and then Zach's gonna get into the business aspect of it a little bit. And Zach, if you've got anything to add while I'm talking, you know, feel free to jump in as we usually do it. So I think that obviously the first thing as fans, like you hear an iconic stadium being renamed. The first thing you think of is like, why? Like what, what was the purpose? Uh, and just like from a baseline perspective, what I know, because Zach did all of the business research, I really didn't. I was just looking at it from, like I just said, from a fan perspective. I know that Heinz, uh, their naming rights to the stadium had expired. And I'd seen a couple articles earlier this year about how the naming rights were expired. But I had also seen stuff that had said that Heinz was going to renew it. So I wasn't too worried. So when the news came out, I was kind of, I was a little, I was more than a little shocked, actually. I was, I was pretty stunned because again, I thought that they were going to renew the naming rights because that's what they had been saying. So, obviously, that didn't happen, and Akersher bought the rights to the stadium. And I just, I, you know, it's, it's for me, it's very, like, it's almost surreal, because we've been calling it Heinz Field, obviously, for 20 years. 20 years, yeah. So, yeah, I'm only 17, Zach's only 19, so it's been Heinz Field since we were born. That's, like, that's what we know it as. So, for it to be changing all of a sudden, it's just, it's an absolute shock. And I don't, I mean, I definitely get the outrage um, I'm hoping that it benefits like the team and obviously the people who own the physical stadium and that stuff. I do hope it benefits them, but at the same time, it's not always about who's giving you the most money. If that makes sense, I do
1: want to jump in a little bit on here. Uh, I know, I mean, some of our fans probably remember uh, Three River Stadium, and um, so there's a little bit of a difference between Three River Stadium. <laughs> and Heinz Field, where Three River Stadium, it was a completely different stadium. It was actually in a different location. They tore down Three, Li- Three River Stadium and made Heinz Field. So I know a lot of people remember this when uh, Three River Stadium was torn down, Heinz Field was made, but I don't think this kind of outrage was to that level. And you also- know there was definitely outrage because, you know, Three River Stadium was their iconic place. But the fact that that stadium was no longer there—it was being torn down, and a new one was being built—it only made sense for that new one to have a new name. There's no tearing down. There's no building a new thing. You're just putting a new name on something that's already iconic. You know, and I think they, that's the thing I, about
0: uh, Three Rivers. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. interrupt. Actually, I did mean to interrupt. <laughs> but uh, so they had announced that they were going to build a new stadium. Before obviously tearing, like three, it's not like Three River was was there one day and then it just exploded and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, what happened?" Like it's we knew it was coming. You know, everyone knew that it was coming. They knew that the new stadium was coming up. So I'm sure it sucked, but it also probably helped to have that information in advance. We really didn't get this information in advance. Like I just said, I had seen articles that potentially was going to get renamed, but I had also seen a lot more stuff that had said that the naming was was going to stay. And that it was going to stay Heinz Field. So. It wasn't really at the forefront of my mind that, okay, the stadium name is going to change. So it was very, I was very blindsided, I think. And I think that a lot of Steelers fans relate to that. It's just, it was just really sudden, unlike Three Rivers. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to our special guest for the 10th episode of the podcast. Uh, Brandon, you were also a base Steelers fan, kind of like me. You didn't do any market research, nothing like that. So I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear from a different perspective. Uh, tell, tell me what you thought about this uh, agriculture stadium.
2: Yeah, so I can definitely relate to both of you guys and both of your thoughts on this. But um, once again, restating what both of you guys said, it's always been Heinz uh, Field, and it'll always be Heinz Field to me. Um, and, I mean, it's just quite a shock, I'm sure, to Pittsburgh and definitely everyone that watches or somewhat knows of the NFL. Um, and I'm sure it will take a little bit of time for everybody to, like, get – Used to the new name in a sense, but um, I I guess it, it's good in a sense for uh, Pittsburgh. Maybe new marketing, um, new jobs. Maybe if they're gonna maybe make the uh, ask you if they're gonna make a um, new uh, location. Maybe and they might bring some jobs to Pittsburgh, which I mean could definitely be an idea. Just putting that out there. But um, yeah, it's a decent idea for Pittsburgh, but. I just can't get over the Heinz field.
1: So another thing, Brandon, that I'm wondering is, uh, I know right when the news came out about this, uh, I mean, you've been following the podcast, you've been following our pages and everything, and uh, we had talked a little bit about possible petition, and there is petitions out there. But uh, I know you were the first one to bring that up to me, so are you interested in signing petitions to possibly bring back the
0: Heinz name?
2: Definitely. I mean, that's just something I would – definitely
0: can do. Dude, I would sign a petition to bring back Heinz Field. Dude, you could probably (laughs) get the majority of the city to sign a petition. Yeah, Uh, I I should probably look that up. Let's see how many signatures they have.
1: yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, with the amount of money that actually goes into changing names on that, chances of a petition doing much are slim, but I think if we could get a large majority of Pittsburgh or, you know, even just
0: Steelers Nation is everywhere, so I feel like a lot of people are more likely to sign that um, so, okay. So I just found at least one of the petitions. I don't know if this is the main one. It's on Change.org. So that's your first sign of how well this is gonna do. Uh, Preserve Pittsburgh sports history. Heinz deserves to be the name of the Steelers Stadium. That's the name. One hundred and sixty-one people have signed the petition. One hundred and sixty-two now. <laughs> so, but I obviously that was a bit. That was a joke. I mean, that petition was real, and I did actually sign that petition. But you know, these petitions really aren't going to do a lot. I mean, it's good that Pittsburgh is attached to the name Heinz Field that, like, shows how important the stadium is and how important the team is to the city. But at the same time, I feel like it might be best, like, you know, be mad about it. Obviously, I'm still mad about it. The guys here are still mad about it. But in the long run, it's probably going to be better to just let it go and not really cling to it because in the grand scheme of things, what matters more, the name of the stadium or – winning football games, winning championships, winning Super Bowls, that kind of thing. So, does it suck? Yes. Does it really change things in the grand scheme of things? Probably not. I mean, that's just, that's my two cents about it. But Zach, I know you did a ton of research into the business aspect of it. So, obviously, uh, I can give some baseline things real fast. I know that AccraSure is based in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, it's not even even a local company like Heinz is. Uh, I know that the deal you said is worth how much? The deal is uh, $150 million uh, over 15
1: years. So really you're looking at about $10 million a year that AccraSure is paying the Steelers organization for the naming rights.
0: Yeah, so obviously it's a massive cash influx for the owners of the stadium, probably the Rudy family as well. Cash they can hopefully put towards making the team better, making the stadium better, that kind of thing. But um, so a lot of people probably don't know the business side of it. And, you know, we can sit here as average fans. We can sit here and say, oh, my gosh, it was a dumb idea to name the stadium or whatever. But like I just said, you did all of the business research for the show today. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you dug up and what you found?
1: Yeah. So first of all, again, back to that deal, you're looking at roughly about $10 million a year that Agrishure is paying uh, the Steelers organization. And when I first heard about that, I go, wow, you know, $10 million a year. Most players are getting more than that. I mean, look at T.J. Watt, one of the highest paid defensive
0: players in the league. Patrick Mahomes probably makes more than that, like, every two minutes. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes
0: is... <laughs> Over the course rich. of 10 years, he's going to be making half a billion dollars. He's going to be a yeah. rich man. Yeah. Like, so, a very, I mean, very rich man.
1: Patrick Mahomes is making Maybe a ton more money than just $10 million a year. I wish I could make $10 million a year. Yeah. Uh, but, like, TJ Watt, I'm pretty sure is making over $10 million a year. So I'm, like, thinking about that, and I'm, like, to name a NFL stadium, you'd think there'd be a little bit more. Um, then I started looking at a lot of these. So Heinz Field, originally, when Heinz was paying the Steelers for that name, they were paying roughly $2.8 million a year. So to have it jump like that is huge now i don't know exactly where all of this goes because they're paying the steelers organization period so are the steelers going to use this money simply for the stadium are they going to use it to you know build up the stadium make I, i've seen jokes about heated seats that's probably not yeah, gonna happen do you, happen, I don't, do you but understand
0: how happy i would be if those seats because me and zach were at the game ben Roethlisberger's last home game that was January something. January, January 10th. Was it? Was it that late?
1: I believe so. Or no, no, no. That was the very last game. I think it's. So it was January 3rd. It was yeah. January 3rd. So we
0: were at that game, and it's Monday night game. It was freezing cold. I'm not even joking when I say I had trouble moving my hands for the next three days because they were that cold. Heated seats would be, and as if Heinz got heated seats, I don't think anyone would hit Akershire anymore. That's that's, all I'm that's fair.
1: Um, now some people were saying some of the money would be used to make a dome. Personally, I don't like that idea, and I know a lot of people have talked to me about even, like, retractable domes. I just, I love being in Heinz Field and looking out and being able to see, you know, the incline, being able to kind of get a glimpse of the three rivers, and just being able to look out onto that Pittsburgh skyline that, you know, makes the city so memorable. But if you
0: had a retractable dome, you could have it, like, open, you know? For like I,
1: a- I know, it's just still... Being able to see that during every game.
0: But, like, if you're... You know, you're probably only going to be looking at it on a nice day. You know, like, if it's pouring down rain or if it's freezing cold, you're not going to be sitting there going, like, wow, look at this beautiful skyline. I don't Is know. I just... I
1: mean? I'm I'm picturing Heinz Field with a dome, and to me, it just doesn't work. Um, so, going into all that, basically, there's a lot of stuff that the Steelers could use for this, um, but... Akersher doesn't really get direct money back. So... They're not paying for the rights and then the Steelers are like, all right, so you paid us this for the rights. We're going to give you some of the stadium uh, money, like the money that we get from selling seats. None of that goes back to Acresure. None of it, period. So some people are like, they're an insurance firm in Michigan that really, I mean, I don't know about some of our viewers, but as far as I know, not a soul is heard of until this moment. So, the fact that they are willing to pay this much money and they're not getting stuff back from ticket sales, from uh, like people, you know, buying seats, buying uh, food, some are like, is this actually a good idea? Really, the amount of publicity that they have gotten already makes it a good idea. This was 100% publicity. So, you look at it, replacing a name like Heinz Field. Heinz Field is one of the most iconic names and one of the most iconic sports venues in football and possibly in sports right now. To replace that name and to come in as somebody who, on the surface, is not related to Pittsburgh, it seems really outlandish. So outlandish that every single news site is picking this up right now. Every news site. Every newspaper. Literally every mouth in Pittsburgh and half of like the nation, like Steelers Nation, around the world is talking about this. Akersher is now in the mouths of people around the world in news stations around the country. They are finally getting that publicity that they wanted. Is it negative publicity? Yeah, because a lot of people don't want to see the name Heinz Field go. But now, me, Dill, Brandon, and millions of other people actually recognize this name of Acresure as a company, which a lot of people didn't do that before. So this company just put themselves on the map.
0: But I feel like you also got to consider, because I know you were just talking about how it might be bad publicity. Like, don't you think that if however many millions of people are seeing Acresure and all of the feedback is negative? Don't you think that would hurt their business numbers even just – I mean, I know it's like they're naming a football stadium and that's not a reflection of how they do their business because you they said they're what, a law firm, something like that? They are
1: an insurance firm, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. So I know that naming a stadium isn't going to be a reflection of how they handle insurance or something like that, but I still feel like that in the grand scheme of things, feedback in general is important. It doesn't matter where it's coming from or like how, what form it's in. It's, it's important. And if you're getting a ton of negative feedback, I feel like that would hurt them more than it would help them. So are they? The, I guess my question to you would be, do you think they're just thinking that, like, okay, you know, we're going to name the thing, wait, you know, look at all Pittsburgh being mad and angry and however long they're going to be that way, and we're just going to wait that out and we'll wait out the bad publicity and just hope that the numbers go up? Do you think that they're not even thinking about publicity, or, like, what, what do you think is going on over there?
1: Well, I've heard sayings before that bad publicity – or there's no such thing as bad publicity. Now, again, you can argue that is it's like, no, kind of like what you mentioned there, there's, you know, a lot of bad publicity in a sense where, if a lot of people are bad-mouthing them, how many people are gonna go to them? But it's also what you said earlier. People are bad-mouthing not that company. They're bad-mouthing what they, kind of, the move they're bad-mouthing them as coming into heinz field and taking over that stadium how much bad publicity is this company actually getting where it's people saying oh this company sucks they do terrible insurance nobody's saying that because nobody cares it's true that's not what they're talking about they just wish that it was still named heinz field so what it could end up being if people start researching this firm Hey, they're actually a good insurance firm. I just hate that they took over Heinz Field. And how many people are going to say that? Maybe not a lot. But it still comes down to the fact that they're not actually bashing the company for what they do. They're bashing the company for the name that they placed on the
0: stadium. So you think that it's going to be a net positive? Like, basically, in your mind, and I guess this would probably be in the minds of AccraShare as well, there really is this a win win situation. Exactly. Like either way, they're getting their name out there in. You mentioned earlier news outlets, sports media, all that stuff. They're like their name is getting out there, exactly. regardless of how it's getting out there.
1: And that's just now. Think about during the NFL season, the Steelers are one of the. I mean, it's the NFL, but we're honestly one of the biggest teams in the NFL.
0: I'd argue the Steelers are one of the most important franchises in all of sports. Exactly. Steelers, Yankees, Packers. I don't know or care about basketball, but probably the Lakers, maybe yeah. the Celtics. But exactly. Like, that's that's the kind of thing
1: that's going on right now where, you know, they took over a big, like, one of the biggest sports franchises in history, and they took over the name of that stadium. So, yes, they're going to be named in all of these, all of the Steelers broadcasts, But because of how big the Steelers are, they're going to be featured in so many things just forever. I mean, now when you see or like people do countdown lists every year uh, or all the time of, all right, what are the best stadiums? What are the best things in, uh, you know, or what? Yeah, what are the best stadiums in the NFL? What are the best stadiums in sports? Like people do these countdowns all the time because countdown videos get rack up views on YouTube. So say they start doing new ones. They want to be authentic about what they're naming now that it's renamed. So one of their things is not going to be Heinz Field anymore. These videos are all going to be putting out AccraSure. They're not just going to be named in the news outlets and the Pittsburgh Mouths that they're being named in right now. It's only going to keep going up. And as Dill said earlier, and as Brandon also mentioned, it's going to take some getting used to from Pittsburgh. But they have the naming rights for 15 years. Say it takes two, three years for Pittsburghers to finally start calling it Akersher and to finally stop being really upset about it. They still have, like say it takes three years, they still have 12 years where people are finally accepting them. 12 years of being mentioned a ton of times throughout the entire football season. Being mentioned in ticket sales during the offseason being mentioned by sports broadcasters, by sports YouTube channels. And, again, it won't take that long to really get used to. Again, I've been calling it Heinz Field forever. I'll probably be still, every once in a while, slip up and call it Heinz Field until the
0: 15 years are up. See, that's the difference between me and him. He says I'm going to slip up and call it Heinz Field. I very much intend to just call it Heinz Field and not give a damn.
1: But, still, it's going to keep... How many people are going to be as stubborn as me and Dill? Now, granted, it's Pittsburgh, probably more than any other city.
0: It's like what we're known for. Exactly. Just being a bunch of stubborn jerks.
1: But still, it's going to be – there's going to be a point where even if we're still calling it Heinz Field, the animosity against it is not going to exist. And that is where Akersher is going to be really making their money. And then, I mean, Super Bowl commercials, possibly, Hopefully. if Steelers ever get there. Um, but not even that, just NFL games are some of the most watched sporting events. So if they start putting commercials for Acrossure in all of the Steelers games, or even if they don't have full-on commercials, but uh, this game is brought to you by Acresher Stadium, Acresher, uh whatever they're you know, slogan is for this insurance company. Like, that is a legit market that they are now entering. Because again, how many of us, unless you probably live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, have seen commercials for AcreShirt in company? No one. No one. But now people will. Because let's be honest, if you're going to take over this, even though Heinz never did commercials, because, you know, who who in their right mind doesn't use Heinz? Psychopaths. Crazy exactly. People. So they if never had
0: hunts. You're disgusting. That's I mean, I'm
1: saying. pretty much Heinz never had to do a com- commercial because I'd argue that Heinz basically has a monopoly on the ketchup industry. But Acresher, now that they're getting in to the NFL and they're an insurance company, they got to compete with Progressive, Geico, State Farm, all of these big names that have big stakes in NFL and other NFL companies, they are going to have to put out commercials which will again help them. Everything about this makes sense from a business perspective even from the Steelers organization. Now I was telling Dylan uh Brandon a little bit beforehand that there is one big part of this business deal and it's a little bit from the Steelers end that didn't make sense to me. It was the fact that Heinz Field, yes, Heinz naming rights expired and we knew that it expired at the end of the season and we knew that we heard about that a while in advance but once Heinz officially said that they were not going to uh, renew the naming rights the Steelers organization had one week to come up with their final idea of what the new name was going to be I Read a bunch of articles all saying the same thing. They had one week after Kraft Heinz decided not to name the stadium Heinz that they could choose a new name. Less than 24 hours after Kraft Heinz said they weren't going to renew the name, they had already decided on Akersher Stadium. Now, it was a little bit after that that the Steelers organization put out on all of their media pages and everything that we are officially doing Akersher, but it was less than 24 hours after that every single source was saying it's going to be agriculture stadium and that's where i knew okay you did not wait your 24 hours you didn't wait your week you didn't even wait a day and something you know that could be they knew a little bit beforehand and they had this set up but really how many companies are going to put a stake in something where it's heinz field i mean i'm assuming that all of these other companies probably knew hey Heinz has a really good chance of renaming this thing Heinz Field. How many other companies actually threw their money in the pot trying to get their name on the stadium? Probably not a lot of them because they were all thinking, you know, why would I throw my money in there? Why would I waste my time when I know it's probably going to just be named that? So I'm thinking it was an inside. So for those of you who don't know, Thomas Tall, uh, he is a uh, minority owner in the steelers and he is also a part owner in accresher Akershire. so accresher's relation to the steelers organization is through a mutual owner in thomas tall i think it was a deal made with tall in accresher tall was kind of saying look heinz might rename it but it's not looking likely kind of went in on one of his you know mutual deals there and said hey you got a chance let's throw some money in the game And as soon as Heinz backed out, Talt put this offer in, and it was a done deal. And I still think that's a little bit of crap because you had companies, and I don't know how interested these companies were, but you still had major companies in Pittsburgh. Highmark, UPMC.
0: Highmark Stadium would have been... That that would roll off the tongue. Yeah. 100%. Uh,
1: PNC. I mean, yes, they have PNC Park, but... Let's be honest, PNC could have doubled with PNC Park and PNC Stadium.
0: Yeah, but if PNC gets the stadium, don't you think they. Don't you, don't you worry that maybe they would have brought whatever comes from <laughs> PNC Park over to PNC Stadium? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't think we want PNC on the, the Heinz Field. We've already got enough infamy at PNC Park. It's fair,
1: but what about PPG? What about PPG? I mean,
0: Penguins do all right. When was the last time the Penguins did anything?
2: 2017 well, Stanley
0: Cup. All right, true. I'm I mean I'm, okay, I'm talking in the last like, you know, cuz what, they it was PPG Paints Arena 2017 season. That was the first uh year they had a PPG Paints Arena. Won the Stanley Cup that year. Every year after that, I think they've lost in the first round of the playoffs to a New York team. Yeah. It's either been the yeah. Islanders or the Rangers. I think. I could be wrong. Somebody needs to fact check me on that.
1: So, what you're saying is that if PPG Paints took over instead of Akersher, then we would lose to the Giants in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> Although, I guess, to lose to the Giants, you'd have to go to the Super Bowl, which would be something.
1: Oh, yeah. But, oh, or the Jets. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, but then... But it's the Jets. They well, wouldn't even make the it Jets. there.
0: When was the last time we actually beat the Jets? I think it's been a while. That's
1: true. Oh, well. uh, But anyway, there were... The only other one that I can think of is Carnegie. I mean...
0: I don't have a problem with Carnegie.
1: Yeah, so they're... There's other companies that I feel like they should have given a chance to because I really if you're breaking down the timeline, I don't think a lot of these other companies had a chance to put their stake in to, you know, give them a chance to fight for this offer. Um, So that's that's my big complaint, even looking at it from the business side. But I understand, I mean, 10 million dollars that you can basically use for whatever you want. I mean. We're we're getting all this money. Let's pay Deontay Johnson, so because he's been asking for it. I
0: wish that was how the cap worked.
1: Yeah, but I yeah that's not exactly how that works. But again, Steelers now have a lot of this money that they can use to make a better stadium experience. uh, Probably put towards the team, um, and hopefully they use it right because I mean Steelers generally know how to use their money well. Uh, I just. I don't think I'm ever going to call it Akersher, but I understand why they did what they did on both sides. I just, which ultimately I wish the Steelers gave a little bit more of a look to other places.
0: You know, I I wonder why they didn't go with something local like Hans or something like that. I mean, you know, you like the local guys, you know, the guys, Mm -hmm. the local businesses, that kind of thing. And, uh, speaking of things that are local, We're going to move into the next couple bits of our podcast. Not a lot of other news to talk about in terms of Steelers and just the football world in general. But one of the big things that happened this week was Le'Veon Bell uh, announced his retirement. I think he announced his retirement on social media. Yeah, apparently he's going to be a boxer now. Uh, Yeah, I think he's boxing Adrian Peterson for (laughs) some reason. I I don't know. If you're a football player or just a sports player in general, Stay away from boxing matches. I, did you see what the Paul brothers did? They fought against someone, I think former WWE, I don't know, whoever, whatever fighters they were. I don't watch boxing or fighting or whatever. But they became a meme. That's the only thing they achieved. It was a damn good meme, but they became a meme. So well, if, Le'Veon Bell is already a meme. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is just he's something else. But I think that um general... In terms of Steelers fans, I was actually I wanted to ask you to. Uh, now that he's announced his retirement, he one of the other things that he said was that he wish he wish he had a time machine to go back and you know fix what happened in Pittsburgh with the contract disputes and you know all that junk. Hindsight's twenty twenty, as they always say. But you know, what do you guys back think of twenty twenty two right now? Shut Don. up! That's not funny. It is neither Heinz nor sight in twenty twenty two. It is now acrosure and vision. But putting that aside. What do you? What are you looking back on Le'Veon Bell's four-year career in Pittsburgh? What do you guys think of everything that he did? Do you think he was net positive, net negative, even including all of the off-field drama and obviously the holdout going into 2018? What do you? What do you think of what he did in Pittsburgh? Do you think he was overall benefit, a uh, uh, nuisance a harm, or you know, what are your thoughts? I think it
1: was an overall benefit, especially while he played. I mean, when he played. On the Steelers offense it was one of the most electric offenses we had killer bees as they called it you had Brown you had Ben you had I mean Boswell as well and then Le'Veon Bell uh, but I saw him go to the Jets uh, I saw him move on even the Kansas City to Baltimore I really can't say he was as good of a running back as people said and it's starting to make me think that, yes, he was technically one of the killer bees, and he was a great running back while we had him. But how much of it was him and how much of it was the O-line that we had at that moment? I miss that O-line, man. And I'm, think, I'm really thinking about you know the contract dispute, all of the drama that went down, and the fact that we had some major locker room drama at that time with him, uh, with A.B., and I, I really think that drama might have led to things that the Steelers have been bashed for a lot with offensive locker room culture, including in recent years, the TikToks. And possibly some of that lingering culture that AB and Le'Veon Bell had in the locker room that they taught to players like Juju uh, and some of these other offensive or younger offensive linemen might have been what's been causing that kind of offensive locker room funk that we've been in and I'm just looking at it as from a field perspective I think Le'Veon Bell brought a lot but I'm also looking at that O-line and also possibly what he did to our locker room situation is maybe if we had another more disciplined running back we actually would have been able to do just as well and not messed up the minds of our players nearly as much. I mean, James Conner, when he took him in at the end of Le'Veon Bell's Steelers career, he was running like an absolute force. And then Le'Veon Bell left. But not just that, some of our O-line left. Our major pieces of our O-line also left. And then James Conner took the starting role and wasn't doing as well. Is it because he didn't have Le'Veon Bell to hide behind Or was it because he didn't have that O-line to hide behind? Yeah, I wonder. That's my thoughts there. Brandon, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Well, um, back to what you just said about uh, uh, Connor potentially shadowing um, either the O-line or um, uh, Bell. Um, I personally think that I definitely would have mentored him a little bit to get him up to where he could have been because he was very good in college. Came up to the NFL, played uh, very well until we went all the way uh, out to Arizona. Um, and I think it was both aspects. I think the O-line definitely brought something to it. Probably, maybe, arguably, one of the best uh, O-lines that we had in franchise history for that season. But, um, yeah, that's my thought on that.
0: I agree. I mean, I everything that you guys just said was uh, definitely key to everything that Le'Veon Bell did. Um, you know that's the big question was it Le'Veon Bell or was it the O-line I feel like you know obviously now we'll never know because he left before that O-line left but uh, moving away from Le'Veon Bell into the spring football portion of the podcast the XFL has recently come out and announced for the 4th or 5th time that their teams, cities, logos, venues all that junk would be announced at the end of the month that's the same thing they said in April and May and June Yeah, so
1: I'm pretty sure that uh, we'll hear about their cities, you know, by the end of the
0: year. Yeah, roughly two weeks into the XFL season next year, we'll know who the teams and the cities and all that junk. We'll know all that. We'll know all that information. Yeah, they really need to be jumping on top of this. I'm tired of waiting.
1: Bro, I watched a thing on Instagram from Dwayne Johnson today. He was wearing an XFL shirt. And I'm like, dude, tell me something. Tell me something. And then he just went into a whole spiel on why he wears the number 54. And I'm like, dude, you just promoted the XFL and said nothing about it.
0: You know what's funny? That's the two th- – because I, I, you know, I'm much more involved in spring football than you are. That's the two things that he always says whenever he's asked about the XFL. He talks about why he's, how he's the 54th man and how he wants to create a league of passion and a league of culture. Like, look – Mad respect to Dwayne Johnson. Hey, he's a beast. He's done almost everything you could do in the entertainment industry. Get over it. We know. We don't care anymore. We want to know some stuff about the actual league, not how you got to own the league and all that crap. Like, I, we know that. It's, not that. it's not like good or any of that. We just heard it a thousand times. We don't need to hear it again. That's just my two cents. We know.
1: know you want a league of passion, but you know, we want to know which cities we're going to be passionate yeah. about.
0: You gotta get you gotta get those fans you know you got to plant the seeds in the cities early so you to, you get get some of the fans all wound up get them ready to go you know and you just, just don't
1: to bring all... another one to Pittsburgh you saw what happened with the usFL well
0: also to be fair the Maulers are just so 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 bad that's, that's uh, it was terrible. they they cut a guy because he wanted pizza instead of chicken salad and if you think I'm making that up Google it devion Smith
1: <sighs> poor man I
0: think it was De- speaking of Devion Smith, even though this has nothing to do with Devion Smith. It is now time to move into Zach's hot take for the week. Zach, you didn't tell me what the hot take was this week, so this is my first time hearing it too. Tell me what you got.
1: Yeah, so uh, my hot take for the week is going back to Heinz Field, and I'm not talking about Agriculture Stadium. I'm talking about Heinz Field. they the same thing. No, 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 no. Heinz Field. The other thing doesn't exist yet. We're not calling it that. I'm talking about just the 20 years of Heinz... Frickin' ketchup bottle field, all right. So, I believe that Heinz Field, over its twenty-year run, was one of the top five best sports venues. Twenty years, all right. So, what are those other venues? I'm I'm not gonna go into that. I'm just gonna go into what made Heinz Field one of the best football stadiums or just sports stadiums in general. One, it housed multiple teams it housed pittsburgh panthers pittsburgh steelers also we're not this isn't its own team it actually held the championships for high school football for all of the divisions uh, and so you have that as just it making its mark in the culture of pittsburgh and just also i mean holding state championships putting it in the culture of pennsylvania itself You also have the fact that, I mean, just the design of the stadium, Heinz Field, Heinz being one of the biggest, you know, condiment and just food manufacturers in the world. Countries all over the world use Heinz pretty much nearly every rush. Yes, that's true. Do they really? Yes, I've been to multiple other countries and only one other country that I've been to does not use Heinz. Really? Yes.
0: Yeah. Sorry about that. lady. I gave him a look as I really didn't know that. Heinz was used internationally. I gave him an absolutely mean glare.
1: Yeah, Heinz is used internationally. All right.
0: That's that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And I mean, especially in the US, if you find Hunt's ketchup, you just don't use it. Like period. If you go to a restaurant and you order fries and they give you Hunt's ketchup with it, then you're eating fries with either ranch or nothing on them because <laughs> it you just can't use another man's ketchup. Fun fact. I hate
0: ketchup. Cannot stand ketchup. I absolutely despise that stuff. But I still love Heinz.
1: Exactly. And that, that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Heinz is, i say, one of the few companies that truly are, is close to a monopoly. And Heinz has a monopoly on ketchup. And that, that's just me. Actually, it's not just me. That's actually, like, 90% of all people. But, and why I say 90%? Because, uh, you know, only 10% are dumb enough to use Hunts. So, Heinz itself is such a a world-known name that Heinz Field is then also a world-known name. Steelers. The Steelers are one of the biggest sports franchises in the world and has one of the biggest sports followings in the world, which again adds to why Heinz Field is such a major stadium. Not just because, you know, it's recognized by all of these Steelers fans, but because these Steelers fans, because we're passionate all over the world, all over the country, that we go to these games with that passion. If anybody from our following has been to a Steelers game and witnessed the amount of passion in these fans, you know what I'm talking about. Entering Heinz Field, especially at the end of the game, watching the screen go dark and hearing Renegade come on, moments like that are what make Heinz Field so great. And finally, what I'll get into is the fact that Heinz Field is not generally known as a amazing stadium because it's new and it's fancy and it's sparkly and spectacular, much like SoFi. It's not known to be like a SoFi stadium. It's known, and it's world-known, because of the passion that Pittsburgh Steelers fans have when they go in there. It's known because when you enter that place, you feel the passion of that place. It's one of the smaller stadiums, honestly, if you look at the NFL. That's why it's impossible to host a Super Bowl. And people have been wondering that forever, if Heinz Field will ever host a Super Bowl Technically, it's impossible because we don't have enough seating. So if you really look at it, we're a small stadium. But the noise and the passion and the energy that comes from this stadium, you would never know it. And that's why so many Steelers fans are shocked to find out that we won't hold a Super Bowl because of the amount of people that we're able to hold. So with all of that being said, there might be flashier stadiums, there might be stadiums that look better, that... You know, are nicer to be in, but there's no stadium that gives the same energy as Heinz Field, which is why it is a top five stadium. Uh, in I think, or in my book at least, and it definitely I think should be a top five stadium in everybody's book. But uh, in this upcoming season, uh, keep your eye on Heinz Field because uh, it's not going away, no matter how much sure wants it to. Uh, and keep your eye on the Steelers because hopefully. In their new name stadium, they're going to have a brand new source of confidence and they are going to electrify the course. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. But we are going to end this episode in the same way that Steelers end every day. Here Here we go, Steelers. Steelers.